Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Thanks for joining me again today. And well, what a day. I am more excited today than I've been for a very, very long time because after over one year of planning and preparation, a lot of hard work, the occasional tuft of hair being pulled out and computers being thrown through windows. Well, not exactly. But after a long year of work, we are finally ready to launch a brand new project to the world. I'm really, really excited about this. And today I'm going to be telling you all about it and how you can get involved if this is the kind of thing that you think would be interesting to you. Uh, if you've been following along the podcast for a while, you will know what I'm talking about is, of course, conversations. One word that doesn't really do it justice because it's so much more than that. Um, so what we're going to have today is a simple conversation uh, between me and James, who is on the I Will Teach You a Language team and who's been working with me for, I guess, the best part of the last year to put this all together. We're going to be talking about the the ups and downs, the ins and outs, and giving you a, a an insight into what has gone into the creation of what I really hope is going to be a very important contribution to the to the the material that is out there for independent language learners like you and me. So before we get into the conversation, I'd like to thank the wonderful italki, who of course are the sponsors of the show. They help keep the lights on. Italki is a place where you can go and get language lessons online. It's super convenient because you can take these lessons anywhere. They're also usually very affordable. Depends on the language and the teacher. Some t- teachers charge more than others. But if you'd like to get a free lesson with italki, then you can go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free lesson. All right then. So without any further ado, let's get into today's conversation. James, how's it going? Hi, Ali. How are you? I'm doing well. I am talking to you. Well, I'm in. I'm in London. You are in Rio. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in Brazil at the moment. Sunny Rio. <laughs> through we can see each other on Skype here, and I, through the the window at the back, I can see a whole row of green palm trees. I guess you'd probably yeah. rather be uh, be out be outside than uh, than stuck in here talking to me. But sorry about that. Well, do you know what? That's a funny point you bring up, actually, because, yeah, as a, as an Irish person, we're kind of taught from a young age that, you know, when you have a sunny day, you've got to take advantage of it. You've got to be outside. So, you know, sometimes on, on sunny days in sunny places here, I still have that feeling of feeling feeling bad for not being outside. But at the same time, this time of the day, I prefer to be inside because it's so hot, you know, um, yeah, people like us from, from our part of the world just just. That kind of heat all day long is is pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, and also we, you, anyone in Europe kind of forgets just how hot it can get um, in places like Rio as well. But humid. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The real reason I guess you're very happy to be inside is because we are finally launching conversations, and um, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a long road. It's been a very very long um, project, and you know you have uh, been a, a key part of it. Um, right from the beginning, because you you've basically been helping me with the the huge project management element of this. Because mm. I guess we should we should take a step back and just talk about what it is really. I mean, because conversations yep. began, I guess in my mind a couple of years ago, 
mm. as I was kind of doing the podcast and people kept, I keep, keep getting questions like, okay, well, I, you know, I've been learning this language for a while. I'm either kind of like stuck at an intermediate level or I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not fluent yet. I'm not advanced yet. What should I do? And so often the kind of most useful advice to people is like, you need to, you need to spend lots and lots of time just listening and reading to the language, right? You can't learn a language without mm. uh, spending lots of time with it and reading and listening are the only ways that you can do that, right? Unless you are face to face with a native speaker all day long. And so I would kind of give this advice, which is, yeah, just go and spend lots of time uh, listening to stuff that comes with transcripts. That way you can just, you know, you will improve your, your level in the language faster than anything else that you can do. And so the, ne the next, the reply was, okay, where can I find that material? And I'd be like, well, uh, well, actually it's really, really hard. And it doesn't, you know, it doesn't really exist. Uh, because once you've got past your beginner's textbook, then you've got this huge leap up and up to like native speaker material, right? Which is like TV, radio, yeah. podcasts, uh, blogs, things like that, which are too hard. And there's very little good material in between. Um, you can, you can get graded readers and, I, and I've released a series of graded readers specifically to help people with reading, but when people are looking for more conversational stuff and to learn, you know, spoken language, uh, there is, it's really hard to find stuff because it needs to be substantial, right? The, yeah. I mean, we've talked about this so much, but I mean, you, I guess, have looked at other, the kind of stuff that's out there on the internet, often for free already, right? And you, I mean, do you remember the discussions we had about the yeah, just general inadequacies I mean of all that stuff? Because we looked at, at a lot of that in the beginning, I suppose, to kind of to to put the feelers out for this project and see, you know, obviously you've been hearing from people this is what they wanted, but we the first one of the first steps really was to go and see, okay, well, what's out there? Um, and the answer is is not a whole lot, and obviously this depends on a language by language basis. But um, you know, you could, you could spend so much time looking for good material and if you if you think how much you could learn if you could just spend that time on on actually using the material instead of looking God, for it, it makes a big difference that's and such a great point yeah and i mean what's out there really you know especially in terms of free materials it's just just not good you know there's there's um you're not finding materials as well that use natural language and i think that's that's one of the right. big elements of this project too that you know we try to to focus on from day one which was this needs to be kind of, you know, natural, colloquial language, the kind of language that, that people speak every day in their conversations, you know, hence the name, because um, a lot of what is out there, too, when you can find it, which, as you said, is pretty time-consuming, when you find it, it tends to be pretty kind of stilted textbook language, too, so it's not that useful in, in real conversations. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, when I've done that, that, that kind of research before, like, Typically what you find is, because I mean, there is, there is, you know, listening and reading material out there that, that's free, more so in some languages than others. But more often than not, like, just like you say, it tends to be kind of textbook language based on things like, you know, at the train station or phrases for, uh, I don't know, checking into a hotel room or something. And you'll get a bunch of like, listening practice material that you'll find for the like, intermediate level. It's just like, it's about like 10 seconds long or something. And it's on. It's often stuff that someone's written 
for exercises for their students and, so, and it's just not what you want just like exactly what you said like, we wanted to create something that was compelling and that you had to listen to because it was so interesting and this is like and for me this is really where language material where good language material comes into its own because you know you can you can find material out there if you're really lucky you can find stuff that comes with the transcript as well as the audio but to find stuff that comes with the transcript and the audio and is also super engaging compelling content you know i mean it's it's very very difficult to find um no without a doubt and and i mean you know of the material that's out there when you do find it tends to be you know situational conversations so there's no there's no real connection between the different sets of conversations or dialogues you have in most of the existing material you might have you know an at the supermarket type of uh, conversation and the next one would be you know in the airport or whatever the case may be and it's more designed to try and cover different vocabulary bases than anything else but it's not actually engaging it's not particularly enjoyable to use and definitely doesn't get you excited about learning and that was i think that was one of the things that um was really important with this project was was to produce something that was actually going to get people you know looking forward to to sitting down and, and using the materials right. well because that's why people do things like watch movies right or watch tv because yeah. they're actually excited by the the prospect of watching a movie that's what that, yeah. i mean that's cool right it's what we want to do who doesn't want to sit down and watch like james bond in french or something the problem is it's just too damn hard yeah. and so yeah so so conversations is basically a an effort to give you access to that the kind of material that you would love to be listening and reading to but at a lower level so like could you like tell describe conversations then what is it what what are we what are we offering Okay. Um, well, I would say it's listening material that's designed to help you train your ear to go from that kind of upper beginner level um, where you're starting to understand things, but you just can't put it all together to a level where you can confidently understand and, and use the language. Um, and it's designed intentionally to be uh, flexible. You know, we, we've, we've created language that's colloquial that you can use every day and materials that you can take on the go so that you can listen all the time because I think that's one of the other elements that's really important here is is you know not only having good materials to listen to but having these transcripts having the audio easily accessible so that you can listen anytime and listen over and over again because that's guess, really yeah an important part of training the ears. I guess it? we should even take us take one step back before that and actually just say like we literally quite literally what it is because these are conversations right so it's not they're not they're not short stories they're not novels they are the whole thing is dialogue yeah conversations between two different characters and so um they are so the whole thing and this is the point right the whole thing is spoken language Mm -hmm. so you know you don't get there's no narration saying you know said you know john walks into the cafe and asks for a piece of chocolate cake there's there's nothing like that like what you get is it's like a play or like a movie where all there is is dialogue between characters so that you're actually learning spoken language and and so for each language we've got six languages right so we've got uh french spanish italian german chinese and japanese and this is this is partly why it's taken so long to make right because it's just such a complex project and each one 
is set it well it's a story and it's set in a fictional town in the country and we tell the story of a couple that moves to this new town and a whole series of uh, interesting developments happen over the course of the story and so they are the story takes place in 20 parts is that right is it 20 20 yeah 20 20 chapters to the to the the story if you like and then in each one is about i mean each audio track is about about it's about three to four minutes isn't it this is the i think this is what we came down on because part of the research we did at the beginning was to think okay well you know if you are at this kind of intermediate stage in a language and you want to get this broad listening reading practice like how long does each track have to be i think we thought that okay really it needs to be longer than 30 seconds to a minute otherwise it's just you don't don't get enough language but if it's longer than four to five minutes then it starts to become a little bit too much right and so Mm -hmm. the ideal is about that kind of four minute four to five minute mark where it kind of pushes you um and the first time you go through it there will be a fair bit you don't understand but um but it's um it's like there is lots of lots of meaty material there to learn. So like you've got that nice balance between having enough stuff to learn, but it not being too hard that you can't really um, grapple with it. And yeah, absolutely. Talk talk a little bit about and the, the length adds to the story too. I think because it allows the story to the the narrative to develop, so that you actually become more engaged in the material as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because we've got six characters in each story, right? And yeah, any, exactly. And, and each one like has a as a background and uh, things happen to them and uh, some some good some bad some yeah. uh, unfortunate things happen we won't give we won't give away uh, any of the any of what happens in the story um talk a bit about the the process and how did we go about doing this because it it <laughs> what what's i think does someone want to get in yeah yeah i think there's uh, somebody doing some work upstairs i'll uh, if i hear it coming up mute when i'm not talking so uh, we don't okay. get that no problem um so yeah so um talk a bit talk a little bit about the about the process and the early stages of uh, of putting all this together okay so i think it all started at least for me probably around a year ago now is when you first uh, you first brought it up and you know as we kind of hinted at already one of the first things we did was was to go and see you know what was out there because people People had this this need, and we wanted to see what the other material that was already out there did. And obviously, we, we struggled to find it. And and when we did, we we were able to learn a lot from it in terms of what what was missing and what we could do better. Um, the first story, really, the first um, step, really, was to actually decide upon uh, this kind of structure uh, of the of it being based on a story and the twenty dialogues, and then. Um, we had uh, we got a writer on board to to help us uh, with the stories in English. Yep, that was the first that was the first major step, wasn't it? Was to bring on um, bring on the writer because, like, I mean, I I did think about writing them myself, mm. but I'm not like you know there are people that are much better at storytelling than me, and I wanted I wanted to concentrate on the um, on actually making the product itself as good language material as possible. So we went and yeah. we found we found Will, who is an awesome writer, uh, did a, a, a brilliant job. I really had no idea what he was going to come back with, but when he when he kind of delivered the story that we were going to use, 
it, I mean, it was just, it was, it was brilliant. Um, yeah. So we got the, we got the, the story and we, I mean, we went back and forth quite a bit, didn't we? Cause like some of the, some of the language was a bit too, a bit too advanced. So we simplified it quite a bit because we wanted to hit exactly, that kind of yeah. A to B1 level. So after the story, we did some tests in different languages and ran a focus group with some, with about a hundred people. Was that right? What 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 are your recollections of uh, of what happened there? Yeah, so there we had we got the story in English, um, and then the question was, okay, so we want to turn this into listening material in six different languages, and that was a unique challenge in itself because we needed to not just translate the material, but actually localize it, make it uh, appropriate to the individual languages. So. Um, we got a team of, uh, of translators on board at that stage, or, or localizers, as we kind of refer to them. Because yeah, I actually, really, I actually really banned important. the use of the word translate in the, throughout the whole yeah, project. Exactly. But that's, that's an important point, right? Because the, these are not yeah. all translations of each other. They are the story in, in in the French version is different from the one in the Japanese version, and and, uh, and so on. Anyway, uh, sorry, carry yeah. on. Exactly. Yes, yeah. so the plot's largely similar, but there are differences because obviously. You know, a, a scenario that takes place in in England will be different to one in Italy or in China. There's cultural elements there, um, you know, that play an impact. So that was that was the first element. And then once we had that done, for I think we did the first two conversations first. We got these localizations done into the into some of the languages, and then we we got to we put together this focus group um, and basically gave these first couple of conversations to people with some some rough recordings at that stage and, and basically said, look, here's the idea. We've made a start on it and, you know, we want to get your feedback. You know, is this useful? And what what can we do to, to make it better? You know, if, if you're going to be using this material, let's say there's 20 dialogues, what do you want in them that's going to help you get the most out of it? Um, and we learned a lot from that, I think, and, and then went back and and, um, and had to, to make some adjustments based on it. Yeah, I think the main thing that came back from the focus group was that people were saying, people were saying, look, this is, this is great and I love the story and um, and this is something that I would definitely want to study with, but can you make it a, even less like a textbook? Right, because I think people, people were saying, um, basically, like, we... we what would be really would be even better is if this could be even more colloquial and uh and you know contain more slang and more kind of daily language daily expressions that's what i remember as being the main um the main thing that came out from that and and i think they're absolutely right because you know our writer did a did a did a fantastic job but you know any project like the, i think any project that's successful relies on feedback from people actually using it and that's one of the things i i always try to do as much as possible is is actually get real people using the material and so we went back and we made quite a lot of adjustments to make it more colloquial so that all these dialogues are so, so that when you study with it you you are hearing the way that people will actually speak native speakers will actually speak you'll learn uh you know common expressions you'll you'll learn like turns of phrase you 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 are learning to to really work with the language itself and um that was a really really valuable piece of feedback because uh 
now we know that we've got a product that's much more along the lines of what people want. Let's talk, let's talk timeline. So we start, the, the, the idea started to become concrete in about September 2016. I yep. think I found a writer in like, I, I, I planned out the project and we found the writer in November. That finally got delivered. Uh, I think he didn't get started until February. And then we got the first few stories to do the test with in like March, April time. So already that had taken six months, right? Yeah. Um, and then from, from April till now, which is November 2017, that's another six months or so on. So what's taken so much time? Why, why I've been talking about this for ages. Why has it been, uh, so delayed? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think it all comes down to the unique challenges of this project. Um, in that because we're talking about six languages and there's so many different elements, there's a lot of people involved, you know, and just the organization of the project um, because of that was, was a big deal. Um, so in, in, effectively, we had these, these different steps. We had the, the story in English, we had the translations, and then we, the next part was recording. Um, and recording was tricky because it involved us finding six people, because there's six characters in these stories, involved us finding six people um, in each language uh, who could come and record on the same day uh, and who were all native speakers. Um, and that really just took a bit of time and, and organization to do, I think, as much as anything. Yeah, that, that, was, that was tough. Um, that was really tough. And um, I think eventually we found some really, really great people. But I mean, like, like you said, like when we recorded the, say, the, the German conversations, um, you know, I had to find uh, six German speakers here in London to come to the recording place uh, on the same day, which is usually a weekend because um, most people are working or studying during the week. And mm. I mean, actually, for, for, for most languages, it was it's fairly straightforward to find people for some reason, like Germans. It's just mm. like, I couldn't find any Germans. I don't know why it is. Maybe, maybe in London, Germans are all, I don't know, maybe, <laughs> maybe they're all working seven days a week or something, but I found it really hard to find German. I mean, I did eventually, uh, the key yeah. was like to find one person when you found the right person who knew lots of other people, then that kind of unlocked, unlocked the door. But I mean, you know, and all the time I was, fairly mindful of, of, of budget because obviously all these people are being paid and that's 36 people right there just to do the recordings. And so, you know, I, I was working to a, a certain budget and I, you know, I couldn't pay people hundreds and hundreds of pounds each just to come, uh, you know, for half a day to record. And so, it, you know, there was that element as well. And that was, I mean, for me, that was like by far the biggest challenge of the project is just coordinating all of that. <clears throat> and I, I didn't have a weekend for, for about, a month and a half so every single weekend I was kind of just out yeah. out recording stuff but it was I have to say it was a lot of fun I met lots of very interesting people lots of fantastic people they were all very enthusiastic really liked the project uh they were very all very 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 enthusiastic about it really I have to say so that was um that was great it's a shame that you weren't you weren't able to to be there and sort of participate in the in the actual physical recordings of the material yeah it would have been, it would have been a great experience because um you know, you, I think you can learn a lot from a process like that too. I'm sure that uh, in terms of doing the actual recordings, 
I'm sure week on week you were spotting different things and different challenges in each of the languages and making adjustments uh, too. So I'm sure it would have been a really fun process too because they're fun dialogues, you know, even just yeah. just the idea of, you know, getting in, seeing the people get into, into character and really, you know, get into the story as much as anything because it really is, um, it is yeah. quite a fun story. We, we don't want to give anything away, but there's everything from like, no, I'm not going to say because I don't. I don't want to spoil it. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, like, the, <laughs> the, I mean, the main, the, the main story kind of comes to a climax in chapter 19, where yeah. there's a big confrontation. That's all I'll say. But for the actors to act this out, they were like, they were just cracking up and like rolling around on the floor in laughter <laughs> at times because it was so because the story is so funny and it's so uh, entertaining. And um, but but you're right, I I. You know, of the 36 people who were recording, you know, a, a couple of people were a little bit nervous when they came to do the recording. And so I kind of got very good, I think, at starting to put people at, trying to put people at ease and, and getting the, I was kind of coaching the best out of them in a way. Because many of the, many of the voice actors were professional voice actors, actually, who just liked the yeah. project, but others were not. And they were just, uh, they were amateurs, um, who were just, you know, had a great voice and were good at, uh, good at doing mm. this kind of thing but they were a little bit nervous on the day so i had to kind of coach coach them through it and co- try you know i was there for every single second of it saying okay, well why don't we try that again in a slightly different way and and it was it was very 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 nice experience uh it, it sounds like it was a really fun experience that's one part of the project you know it would have been um it was a shame not to be there for it because i think it would have been a really a really fun a uh, couple of weekends, although very busy, all the same. Yeah, I mean, you just had to hang out in Rio instead, which is just terrible. <laughs> the last thing is the illustrations. We haven't mentioned the illustrations because um, Ashley, who's doing our illustrations for the for for conversations, is is fantastically talented, and she has done illustrations for each of the characters for each of the languages, which are, I mean, I, I love them to bits. For me, it just brings the whole thing alive and i remember when i first showed them to you as well you were you really liked them as well yeah they're brilliant they they really add something to it they help them you know when you're trying to learn a language all of these connections make make a difference and being able to just visualize the characters in that way it does help you kind of get more engaged in the story you're able to kind of imagine them having the conversations and all of that helps i think when you're learning just to make it more enjoyable and actually to, to be able to remember more of it too I guess it's like much like a movie when you're watching a movie. Imagine you're watching a movie without being able to see the characters on the screen. I mean, so much of what you identify with is uh, people and the way they look, right? I mean, that's what forms your impression of the of the character. And so now for the for the the transcripts that we have of uh, each of the conversations, uh, we've now got you know not only the, uh, the in the target language itself and the and the transliteration as well in the case of uh in the, in the case of uh, of chinese and the kind of word lists of useful vocabulary and the english translations of each of them but we've also got these wonderful illustrations that bring the whole thing to life and help you to picture the characters as um as you are sort of listening and reading along and yeah I, for me it just kind of caps it all off because it just kind of makes it this complete um this, this complete experience and um I mean, I've been using them myself and along with the, um, the Cantonese ones that I made earlier on this year. And, uh, well, I, I guess I, I, I would say that I like it because, you know, 
it's uh you know <laughs> it's my thing but but i but I, I i genuinely am very very pleased to be uh to be to be releasing this and i hope very much that people who are listening to this are you know find it useful as well because so much of what we've spoken about here on the podcast is just about this time spent listening to compelling material listening mm. and reading along with the transcript and it's just so difficult to find that stuff and um, to find the stuff that is genuinely let's not skip over this word compelling either because even though you can find stuff out there which is which kind of ticks the boxes it's it, okay it's, it's not it, it's reasonably long and it has transcripts like how much of it can you genuinely say is compelling and you kind of wake up or you know you kind of go to bed at night thinking oh i really want to find out what happened next you know this this is for, i mean we've tried our hardest to make it the complete package and i guess we can finally say it is now out in the world in the uh, in the real yeah. world in the real world as opposed to um just being inside our laptops and um in the recording studio. So if you are listening to this podcast, Conversations is now out and it's available. If you are on the email list, you will have been receiving emails about it or you'll be about to, depending on the exact day the podcast goes out. If you would like to find out more information, then here is the address you need to go to. It's IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash conversations. That's IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash conversations. Uh, this podcast will obviously be out for many, many years, hopefully till the end of time. So there will be people, you, you might be watching this, at, uh, listening to this at some point in the future. I'll make sure that that link uh, stays the same. If you are, uh, if you're listening to this during the launch period, which is November 2017, which will massively date this in the future, but you know, nevertheless, then there will be um, special promotions and things like that, which will be, which you'll find on the on the sales page itself and also you'll be receiving via email so um if those are still relevant time-wise then you'll see them there otherwise in the future if you're listening to this in the future there will all the conversations will be available and hopefully lots more stuff as well besides um because i would really like to keep making material like this uh, for as long as i can because it's just uh it's so much fun um james of all the six languages that you've been working on which of the six would you say is your favorite if it's possible to make such a choice mm, yeah it's a great question i think you know what one of the great things about it is that they're all quite unique because no no i'm gonna pin you down i'm gonna pin you i'm gonna pin you down to one i'm gonna pin you down to one <laughs> sorry okay okay um no honestly i would say i think um in italian uh, the cultural aspects come across really well um, I thought that um, you know obviously things need to need to be changed for the different languages and and you know going through the Italian I did feel that um, those changes felt quite natural you know it felt like um, like a conversation you might have in Italy you know and you could kind of imagine yourself in some of the situations there's one one uh, scene early on I don't want to give too much away um, but it's it, it's set in um, set in, in, in a local coffee shop um, and you really get a feel for, for what that would be like um, and, and the kind of things you might say there. So I, the Italian one came across really well. Yeah, I also I also really like the Italian. Um, I also really like the German one, partly because my German is not very good at all. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, but I was able to, and with the, with the Mandarin Chinese as well, with the German and the Chinese, because I didn't really understand them. 
as well as the others. I actually really, I, during the recording process, those were the two languages that I enjoyed the most, simply because I was learning so much as I was actually there doing the recording. Um, but anyway, you, if you would like to find out what happens, then you're just going to have to go and uh, check it out. I will teach you a language.com forward slash episode. No, episode nine. That's my, I'm going crazy. I will teach you a language.com forward slash conversations is where you need to go for more information. Thank you for your patience, everybody. Uh, during this year that I've been talking about conversations, um, I would have liked to get it out sooner, but the final product is worth waiting for. I promise. I hope you enjoy it. Thanks very much for listening to the podcast today. James, thanks for uh, joining us from sunny Rio. Not at all. And uh, we'll see you back in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. You know, one of the questions I get asked most often about language learning is how to improve your memory. Because things get so much easier when you learn new words and you don't forget them later in conversation when you really need them. So what I decided to do was to put together a, a, a short email course. It's a three-part email course over three days that teaches you my favorite techniques for memorizing vocabulary and actually putting that vocabulary into your long-term memory. It's a short course, three days, it's completely free, and if you'd like to sign up for it, please go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash free memory course.